Welcome back to our series uh, as we go with Armand deeper into finding what contact improv is and what this whole notion of dancing with does. In the first part, uh, we discussed what it was and what uh, Karan got out of this. Now let's look at, um, uh, from my perspective, uh, some of the uh, challenges or, or drawbacks of this notion of uh, contact improv. And, uh, uh, the destruction the destruction beneath uh, the creative expression my words not not his so let, let go with it right so here's my first question right you describe the intensity that you get into a get into a relationship with someone and then get out right anywhere from 30 seconds to 20 30 minutes right uh, that the, that being the scale essentially so here's my first question are you training yourself to get out of relationships with ease and effectively that's not my specific goal to train myself to do that um, but that that is partly what I'm learning as well sure but again, the point is not to focus on relationship per se. The point is just to have the um, attitude of Anicca, you know, letting go to everything. Yeah. So what do you think um, this particular form of dance, right? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, when, when when I think about dancing, uh, to me it's uh, uh, love. It's about seduction. It's about... Uh, uh, Beauty. It's about polarities uh, merging, right? Uh, that's how I see when I when I think about dance. That's what I see. Uh, mm -hmm. You bought a whole different this whole notion of contact and put a whole different uh, <coughs> spin to this. But what do you think are the drawbacks of this particular form of dancing? Uh, what, what have you seen? What has it taken away from you? What what uh, what? Uh, what do you think are the flaws of this particular, if you only train yourself in this one particular mode of dancing? What do I think are the drawbacks? Um, well, okay, let me flow with this. Um, first drawback is the uh, acute sense of shallowness of connection elsewhere. I am now that I you know that I, now that I know what uh, the depth of these relationships that are possible uh, with, with with people who are not my family or my wife or you know not not the so, so socially uh, uh, accepted uh, relationships relationships right but just other people. Now that I know the depth of the relationships that are possible with them, um, other relationships with outside of this, this circle, and it is a pretty small circle of contact improv dancers, uh, they're often very shallow. That's number one. Number two, uh, I am so, by now, I'm so 
was just you know so e- at ease with um, with touch and with with touch with weight with you know with like share sh- sharing the connection it happens automatically you know I, I, I sometimes have to stop myself from 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 doing that in 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 I don't know in some public space mm, with people who are not contact dancers because it would be misunderstood by them but to me it's like second nature you know okay yeah obviously mm-hmm. so yeah. that uh, yeah, so here is an analogy that comes to my mind right um, and uh, correct me I could be completely wrong because I have absolutely no footing in this modality okay. right okay but when I hear you describe it when I hear you talk about it what what came to my mind is absolutely fantastic jazz right jazz okay. right where people key off from each other you know uh, the point of contact is that last rhythm and then they start merging and create and improvise on the go very much, good jazz, very right? much yeah very much so that's one way of being it, it's it's fucking beautiful right it's it's beautiful when you when you listen to great jazz and then but then there's also Mozart, there's also Beethoven, there's also Chopin, right? There's sure. also Vivaldi, right? Mm-hmm. And that calls for structure, that calls for learning the, the mathematical precision and going through with it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question. If, if you get so deeply involved with, with this jazz, so contact improv, right? Mm-hmm. Does it take away? does it take away and steal from your ability to perhaps admire or discover a Chopin or a Vivaldi or a Beethoven? Yeah, um, I don't think so. Um, I've... uh, Because not all dancers will have that same amount of intimacy and in and out and some like tango are ooh, intimate and they, they are with this one person ever so deeply and the more you dance with them, the more flavor it gets, so to speak. Yeah? No, I, I understand, right. Um, I, I can't speak about other dance form because I'm right now doing only this, right? Um, but I can cross the boundary into just other relationships and, you know, I... I look at my life over this couple of years. I'm maintaining a relationship with my family, um, with my wife, um, and they don't seem to be negatively impacted by this. Uh, you know, by by my desire for the for the for the uh, for jazz and an ability to you know to to, to hold steady in the in 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 orchestra. I don't think so. I mean, they you should probably ask them. I guess. But from my perspective, I'm not seeing the negative. Let, let me st- flip it, right? Let me flip it. Okay. Let's take Lisa out of the question. Let's okay. take your parents out of the question. Okay. All right? Look at your other friendships. Just just say your friendships and quote-unquote uh, traditional friendships. Okay. Right? They have a very particular way of being. There are rules of operating within those friendships. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. right? There are rules mm-hmm. of operating, what is acceptable, what is not acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when, when you have been improvising and just going bam, bam, bam in this flow, 
where mm-hmm. either you go into the depths or say, you know what, screw this, I'm not interested if you're not willing to be real and just bounce off to mm-hmm. to operating in, in those structured, for the lack of a better word, those structured relationships. Mm-hmm. What is your uh, capacity to stay present in those structured relationships, honor them, mm-hmm. and perhaps build on them while knowing fully well that you may never reach that stage of improvisation and flow in it. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Your question makes sense. I should probably, you know, ask this of you. <laughs> of me? Of course. What do you mean? You two are, you two are my friends. and Oh, you two. Uh, us two. I heard it as T-O-O, two. Earth. I think we are, we are wrong you sample size. Yeah, we, we are not the regular friends, let me say, you know, in that terminology. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think we <laughs> follow the structured uh, traditional friendship. Wouldn't you agree? Well, okay, so if we also take uh, us out of the question, then... Nobody else left? Oh, come on. It's got to happen. Uh, Yes. uh, Let's go back to our grad school days and our friends from that time. And, you know, there was a very particular... You know what I mean when I say this? There's a very particular kind of beat and a very particular pattern to those relationships. Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to to pick out something specific, right? So I can uh, answer my question around the, uh, this relationship, but I'm not able to because, you know, the, the one that I picked, you said keep them out of the, <laughs> of the frame. <laughs> no, the, there's okay, a reason. Okay, so, so, so the, the so reason the, for I guess, that. Let, Go ahead. Um, I mean, it, oh, conceptually, the answer is yes. As I practice more of this form of relating, other forms of practice less so I'm less able to but I think there's a, there's a deeper answer for me personally and I wouldn't know how this applies to everybody else um, uh, these uh, shorter forms of relationships are what I've always been naturally good at hmm. and I've always uh, uh, mm, uh, what's the right word kind of glided into them easier Right, uh, maintaining something long-term and very consistent is 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 hard for me. It's hard for you. Yes, has always been way before contact. It has nothing to do with contact. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just, I guess in contact, I found a form uh, which emphasizes my strong sides. You're okay? gliding in and gliding out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's for me. It's easy. You mm. know. Uh, like like for you, it would be for this exact reason. It would be hard for me. For this reason, it's easy. For me, hard would be I don't know if I had to a form of dance where you know I'm dancing with 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 I don't know one partner for for ten years I guess that mm. or maybe not mm. I don't know. No, makes sense. So so I think you're going towards where I was going. Uh, does it not make uh, fighting for and keeping? long-term relationships and sustaining them and sustaining the fire, sustaining the love, the relationship, in spite of challenges that come up. Doesn't it make it hard when you're so well-trained 
to glide in and glide out, like you said. It's this has always been hard for me, regardless uh, of contact improv. And I'm not noticing, and you have to ask other people about me, right? It's, I'm simply not able to to track the day but day progression. You know how sometimes yeah, it's hard to yeah, see yourself, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but but. I would guess that yes, the answer would be as I again as I practice this form of relating more, the others are slowly being forgotten or something. But it's sort of right, except except that still, if you look at my 24-hour day, you know I dance for you know one hour, hour and a half, and the rest I'm spending in other forms of relating. So there's still quite a bit of it left. No, but however, there's a big difference, right? When it becomes your practice, right? Even uh, and there's a lot of research to prove this. Even 20 minutes of a deep practice is sustained for 12, 13 hours at a stretch. So if you're doing this one hour a day, mm-hmm. that fire can be sustained for the whole day, or that that modality, that way of being, can be sustained for the whole day. But you know, I I've been living with my wife for for three years, and we're sustaining this every hour of every day. So that the huge factor the other direction right because that's very 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 structured and very very consistent and persistent and whatnot so i don't know fair enough you know? I, I, I honestly have tried to answer your question to the no, best I know, of my I, I know i know you have um, um i mean there are certain things i observe and i notice but i'm not able to uh, i guess i don't have the language right now to articulate okay, it i would love like to hear yeah I mean, I, I, I do notice this change of, uh, I think, uh, to what you said, you know, um, you being intensely present there and even in our conversations, uh, the gliding in and the gliding out, the way, but there's always a completion, right? Mm-hmm. We never leave a conversation. I mean, you and I talk at least once a week. We never, mm-hmm. the, the conversations never, uh, uh, there's a smoothness of entry and then, Closure? I guess there's, there's a closure, right? Sometimes that as happens. opposed to uh, leaving a conversation in midway and, and hanging the phone. No, and then, no, no, no. I, I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know how to explain this. Well, Karan, you and I have been talking for freaking dog dog years, right? Yeah. I'm just comparing. Um, uh, yeah, I'm actually curious. Like, say the way you talk to you, I don't know your sister. You leave threads open and then you continue them next time, or I do leave threads open that I continue next time. I think that is a certain amount of structure as opposed to, uh, um, as opposed to. Mm, and ours are a lot more improvisational every time. Yeah, I think, I think ours are, I think ours have always been improvisational. They in, have, yeah. In, in many ways. Yeah, all the structure in our conversation is introduced by you. Yeah, and, uh, if you and know, all and, the and, uh, all the nonsense and non-structures <laughs> that we <laughs> use, so we, <laughs> we balance it out. <laughs> no, no, but I think I think I I, I have noticed that, and uh, um, I've also perhaps noticed uh, uh, your inner. I don't like this term, but I can't think of any other word. Your inner circle shrinking rather than growing. Does that make sense? Yeah, this is in a in a circle of people I relate to. Yeah, completely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like like say a conversation we have, right? Yeah. 
uh, that feels smaller than before. But then I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True or false? Um, true, but there is there's this other huge factor that I'm always I'm I'm on the move so much that that th- this this makes it hard to uh, distance never re- gets in the way of relationships. My ear, it does. It does. Come on, this is false. It does. I, I disagree, it, man. But that's okay. I mean, I have friends who I haven't seen in fifteen, twenty years, but. I saw talk to them, we don't miss a beat. And when we meet, we are there. And I'm not kidding, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, for me, distance always plays a role. I remember, I think in the last podcast, I was describing how... Uh, maybe maybe I described it uh, earlier today... Uh, I'm very uh, intensely focused on the person I'm present with, but yeah. but the the other side of this coin is that the rest of the world falls away. Goes away. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. right. So has this uh, gliding in and out of relationships also impacted the fact that you glide in and out of places and don't stay put? I think the the uh, the causality is the other way. Um, the in and out overall kind of as a wave, you know, uh, is 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 in, kind of inherent in me. Okay, and I found contact improv is something that is speaks that uh, language. He speaks that language, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the travel living that I've been doing over the last few years uh, is also something that speaks that language. But it's really, you know, it's not that contact is is doing this to me. No, and. It, it's, it's, As a matter of fact, what I'm, what I'm hearing is, uh, I guess we're not talking about contact as practice as much as uh, contact being a metaphor for, for you. For you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? contact is a great metaphor for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, and in that sense, that's that's what Mahipal is drilling you yeah. about, I guess. Yes. Uh, that you, you basically, uh, it's not that contact it doesn't seem like contact has impacted the way you live it's more like contact it's given it language impro- yeah. well em- emphasized yeah. the way you yeah. live right and yeah. uh, you you found you just found you know like fish in the water basically you found your yeah your uh, what? My water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fish in the water. You are the water. <laughs> Don't say fresh yeah, air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your element. Right. So uh, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I found my element. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah, and 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 uh, it, it, in that sense, the the question makes perfect sense, right? So so uh, since since you live in those waves, right? Uh, so uh, well, that plus the fact that uh, you focus in on the on the person right next to you. So personal touch is very important to you, right? Like physical touch, especially, uh, and uh, that seems to actually influence your life more than well i wouldn't say anything but more than a lot of other things right mm-hmm. uh so uh in a way if when we're talking about the drawbacks i guess we should like more realistically we should probably talk about the drawback of that way of being way of being yeah yep 
Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the point. It, it, I I agree with everything you said. As long as we remember, that we're not talking about contact improv anymore. No, no, no. We're it's talking about anymore. this way of being. Yes, right. Yeah. And I think we were we we did see the whole contact improv and it being so critical to you as a way of being, and that was a good metaphor. Just like I would say, Kazi Rashid was a good metaphor okay. for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, I, I do have another drawback of contact improv specifically. Okay. Well, to, to, to go back to the topic of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now who's introducing structure? Go ahead. Well, he's just jumping like, the topics, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, come on. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, it's the same one that Sergey brought up last time he talked about fire rhythms. And of course it has to be there, right? So uh, I'm not single right I'm uh, I have a wife I'm married and uh, we dance uh, contact improv <laughs> uh, and we dance contact improv together uh, and it, it is a very intimate and powerful and relationship based dance okay and so the question is well how do we handle this right and it's a very good question so how do you uh, handle it so, the first time we, we went together, this was back in San Francisco. Um, it was the very, very first, first time we went together. It was quite difficult. Um, and, you know, looking back now at what, what we were actually, like the exercise we were doing in San Francisco back then, it was like something very, very simple and very trivial. It wasn't even dance. It was like more like look into the eyes of, a, of, of your partner and walk back and forth while maintaining the, the, the eye connection. Dude, that Something can be like, very intimate. <laughs> it can be very intimate, yeah. Uh, 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 however, you know, um, there is no physical touch of any sort there yet. Uh, so, I, I, this just stayed my memory, memory right? That back then, uh, and we were doing this in presence of each other, like like something that, that Sergey, you're fortunate, you said you're fortunate. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, so we were doing this in the presence of each other, and uh-huh. it was difficult. We just talked about this. I still remember it was three years ago, um, and it felt little, you know, weird. Um, but we persisted with with the practice for for three years, and I I, I dance a lot more than Lisa does, but but she dances quite a bit too. And uh, all the festivals we go together, so you know we we see each other dance with 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 others uh, quite a bit, uh, and. Uh, it remained difficult uh, for, for quite a while, uh, becoming easier, 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 uh, to the point where right now uh, it's a lot easier. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to say that, you know. Uh, um, You're absolutely okay with whatever she yeah, does. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, where, where, yeah, at uh, what point does jealousy kick in, or uh, where do you draw the line? <laughs> Well, the, the line is natural that, that you know, uh, the dance is bounded and there are, uh, um, the line is really internal, you know. She can take the dance as far as she wants to. I can take the dance as far as I want to. I am not the one setting the line for her. She herself voluntarily... Correct, uh, but, you, but you are setting the line for at what point you start feeling uncomfortable. Right, right. That, that happens, right. Um, and... Gosh, I don't even know how to say this. You know, I mean, how to language this? You know, something—it's a feeling, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
uh, I guess it depends on the on the level of intimacy that I see. But what I've learned, and there, you know, there's there are different ways of of um, working with this. Is um, um, I have full full you know trust in my partner. So in I mean in in Lisa, in life partner, uh, and so it's it's easier for me to. Even when when we're in the same place dancing, um, if I'm feeling if, if for some reason I start feeling uncomfortable, just not to focus on, on on her dancing. You know, I go dance myself. I go. I watch somebody else dance. You know, I don't stare. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, th- if I do this, uh, the the kind of the that that feeling starts the to build up. goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't, it goes away. It, it, it's. It, I understand. You know, it, it's a skill, I guess, and it's, it it's works. Practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. So, so that's what I do. I think that's what Lisa does uh, sometimes as well. But in addition to this, it has become a lot easier. Mm. I mean, what, what I what I'm what I feel okay with now is, you know, is a lot more than what I felt okay with three years. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so as far as the drawback goes, so you're saying that. This this is something to watch watch out for, right? So well, is that a, there there are few, there are very few couples dancing contact improv. Really, I mean, not to say that people are are, are not in in relationships, but usually usually only one person in the relationship is dancing contact. We have seen very few couples in contact improv. Mm-hmm. That's a for drawback. whatever reason, you know, I haven't I haven't made the in depth investigation. And there are you know we can come up with a bunch of reasons, right? Uh, but there are very few, and though, and, and um, it's not like you know you can, I guess, learn from somebody else, or, or there are no master classes on for couples doing contact improv. You know how to <laughs> how how to do this successfully. So we you have know, to learn on the go. What is so freaking ironic here? Mm. Sergey was talking about inner dancing and it being an individual path and he focused a lot more on the relationships and building and sustaining them. Yes. And here you have contact improv which by default means in contact with somebody else and yet there's an absence of couples and relationships. Fine, I'm just an observer. I'm just seeing that between mm. these two mo- modes. Maybe that. Maybe that's not so much absurd, actually. It makes sense to me. Because, uh, uh, see, if it's an inner dance and you're focusing more on yourself, on the inside, that it, it kind of... Well, one impacts the other, right? So uh, one You don't see the irony in it, seriously. No, I, I see the irony in it, yes. Okay. But I, but I also think that... It, it makes what, sense it, to you. It kind of makes sense, yeah. Okay, it doesn't make sense to me, but... Hey, you're the dancers. It makes sense to you. That's all that matters, I guess. He's, uh, he's awfully quiet. Why is he so quiet? Makes sense to me. <laughs> See? Uh, okay. it, it's, hard, it's probably hard to put in words, right? I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Can you explain it? I mean, I can't. <laughs> it's hard to put it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Is there anything else that uh, you have in terms of drawbacks or things to watch out for? Um... Nothing at the moment. Let me get back to you in a couple of years on this. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. With that, good night and good luck.
Have a wonderful dance. <laughs> And may you be happy. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording on this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.